Welcome to Three Mums Podcast, hosted by Natalie, Anthea, and Charlene. This is a space where you'll get nothing but real conversation. This is your moment to pause, have a laugh, get involved, and come on our journey. Open, honest, and free always. Hashtag the Three Mums way. Without consent, 
and bullying between 2004 and 2019. He's denied all of them, except one, where he admits to saying an inappropriate comment to someone, um, and he's taken ownership of that, but the rest of them, he has said that he, he does not, yeah, he's completely refused it. He's given a statement. There we go. That's the word. Thank you, Annie. So guys, what is, what is harassment? Let me just lay this foundation. It is any behaviour that is unwanted, offensive, and that makes you feel uncomfortable, intimidated, humiliated, or scared. It can cover a huge range of behaviours. Um, and so that's the foundation of what harassment is. But what was interesting when we were thinking about this point, I kind of looked up some stats, mm. just kind of to think about, because one of the things I noticed when I was looking this up is that there was a, a varied amount of comments. There were some people that were like, well done for these ladies, mm. you know, saying what they're saying. And then there was the other side of people saying, why all of a sudden, mm. all at the same time, these women, um, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's actually interesting because BAFTA have said that before the ceremony, they had received some unanimous emails saying mm. that this wow. was coming. Yeah. Yeah. But there was no evidence to for them to support. Yeah. So they, they were like, as far as we're concerned, we're not going to do an investigation yeah. for this. But they did respond to all of the women and say, or whoever it was that was even and say, use these help like contact these people if you want etc etc but they, there was no need for them to kind of take it further Quick question you said that there was all those comments was it um women that are saying why did you take so long or is it um i i on youtube i've watched a bunch of like kind of like reaction mm-hmm. bloggers people just talking about it and it was um, it was mainly i don't actually know because you know sometimes on youtube people don't use their names it's like yeah. at 18 yeah, 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 yeah. i don't know if it was men or women yeah. the majority of comments were all very positive um but some of them positive were in the sense and in the sense of when i say positive i mean supporting okay. the fact mm-hmm. and celebrating okay. the women okay. that okay. exactly and i think for me we'll get into our opinion mm-hmm. on it but i think this statistic that i found what's really shocking was that it's been recently revealed that over half of women in the uk have actually experienced some kind of sexual harassment at work now i'll let you guys know that these um these kind of accusations were all pretty much work related either on set or you know the majority of the ones i read like i say guys actually i didn't read them all yeah but the ones i read which was a good handful of them were people in films it was okay. makeup artists it was crew it was wow. some of the actors wow. in the films that we know guys adulthood adulthood brotherhood people that have worked with him and so, I, 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 no, I don't want to go into the specific accounts you guys can look them up mm. but um, what i found was that the study carried out by the everyday sexism project and the trades union congress surveyed over 1500 women so that's a lot of women and discovered that 52 percent have been victims of unwanted sexual behaviors at work from groping to inappropriate jokes you know that guys it's not just touching it's things people say as well and um, for women aged 16 to 24 this percentage rose to 63 percent with almost 20 percent of women reporting that the person harassing them was a manager of someone in a position of authority and i will say from the research I found um, and the accounts I read, a lot of the women said they haven't spoken until now because he was the boss. Yeah. In, in these forms, they were like, yeah. fear of losing your job. Fear of losing your job. Yeah. Fear of what, what you're, I'm going to lose my job. Or this guy is known in the industry. What if he says such and such about yeah, it? Which yeah, is what yeah. one particular actress said. And she was just like, what's so interesting about the accounts is that 
this particular article, they had to kind of give evidence. So they had to say, I told this to my friend when it happened, mm -hmm. and I told it to my sister. And okay. then the, this particular newspaper said they spoke to this person, and they have said, yes, or it was a text that he apparently sent, mm -hmm. and they have the date on the text. So it seems that these accounts are real. But, but my point for this, in terms of the survey, is that a lot of women don't actually say. So it, it said wrongly around 80% of women affected by sexual assault and harassment did not report it. Mm. Um, only 1% report it to the union. And the reason why is because of what we said, fear of losing your job, fear of working relationships being different. And so my thing is, what is it that what is it about women that we, we actually don't speak out about it? But before we get to that, mm. ladies, mm. let's just respond to what I've just said, because I've wow. talked a long yeah. time, but the, the foundation has to be laid. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Mm. That is, this um, is a hot mess. This week. Well, just your instant thoughts, like, yes. You know what, like, <sighs> we live in a world where it's meant to be innocent until proven guilty, in it. but mm. the truth is, like, yeah, it's kind of, it's very hard to not to form a personal opinion when the stats look the way that you've just presented And the accounts are The accounts so look the way that you've And I, I, for me personally as a woman, um, I'm torn because I, I think we do live in a world where you can actually be very judgmental. So your first response, uh, you know, can be, well, why did you take so long? Or why, why now? Do you get what I mean? Like, and the sabotage of a black man. Do you know what I mean? Is he's just kind of reached a good... You know what I mean? But and just to cut you there, like, some of the accounts did say that um, one of the women said it was the BAFTA thing that, that made her decide. That's what she I was, was like, how dare he get the highest, right. the biggest right. Right. That could have been the trigger. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's so what she said. I, but then I'm like, how dare you tell someone when they are able to handle the trauma that they've experienced? So... Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Like, there is no time scale or time limit on when you are physically or capable or comfortable sharing of sharing. I will go a step further and say that if I, you know, what if you didn't even realise it was sexual harassment at the time? Mm. Do you get what I mean? Like, you know, this, this topic really caused me to even look back in my mm -hmm. own life. And but, I'm like, go on, so I can say. It can be flipped. Yeah. Both sides. Yeah for the person who is, you know, being accused yeah. of that, yes. you know, could it be something, it's just in my nature, mm. you know, it was banter, it mm. was, which is, you what, know. But as you heard from Charlene, it's not just physical. It can be, it's words, it's, it's anything that makes that person feel uncomfortable. I, I just want to yeah. I want to make a point, yeah. right? So there was a video that I saw. Mm. And is this on? Yeah, this okay. is to do. Yeah, it's a video okay. that I saw regarding Noel Dark. And in this video, it appears that it was just a very short clip, but it appears that he's on a panel with other people on the stage and he has a microphone and he goes behind a woman and puts the microphone, you know, and acts as if it's like. Jehu's genitalia, and he puts it on her shoulder. Yes, yeah. yeah. And um, so for me, I'm like, okay, this is a video that surfaced after how many years? But when I look at the reaction on the woman's mm. face, it for me, it's almost like she laughs, but it's like 
is that a lot of uncomfortability yeah. because of who he is. But then I don't even know if at the time he wasn't even as big as he is now. Do you know what I mean? But I'm pretty sure, pretty sure the audience laughed at what he did. So in that in itself, it's almost like the audience have condoned yeah, that behavior. Which is So why is it in that moment, I don't know, he wasn't pulled to one side and mm-hmm. said, you know yeah, what? Really. Yeah, yeah. He but then I would like to think that but for me that's very inappropriate. Mm-hmm. You know, the woman who it was done to, you know, could she not have mm-hmm. said, you know what, that really made me feel uncomfortable? And that would have been maybe an alert for him to say, you know what, inappropriate behaviour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me just knock yeah. it on the head from now. I don't know. Do you know what? I think if you go on that topic alone, that still brings me to the point of that. There are certain situations or mm-hmm. scenarios or environments that make it conducive for you to do something that you might not otherwise do in another in another setting. I think I mentioned it to you guys mm-hmm. the other day that I personally, when I was younger, I'm not a fan of raving. Didn't mm-hmm. care to go raving. Didn't, and it's not really like the music and I didn't. What I didn't like for me personally about raving is that that environment gave men the the, what's the word I'm trying to find? It's, it's almost like they have the permission. The permission, that's nice. the word. The permission to hold my arm, do you know what I mean? Pull me by my waist. All of that. Do you get yeah. what I mean? And I, 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 I hate, I hated it. Yeah. Like, I, I let me, I just wanted to stand in my space and dance on my own, dance with my girls. I actually only raved if I had a boyfriend. I liked raving if I had a boyfriend because I would be with him. But I personally didn't like that. I always used to think if I was in a library, you would not come behind me in this library while I'm getting a book and pull me by my waist, do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, to try and, you know what I mean? But that, that setting gave them permission to do that. So it kind of goes with what you're saying. Like, you know, I think, you know, let's say it was a comedy show or something and someone did something like that and then just gesticulated a certain way. It still is what you're saying, mm. but the environment almost made it okay to get away with it. And, and so we would all still be, we'd all be guilty of laughing. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, we yeah, would yeah. all be guilty it's, of laughing. It's the environment also, but it's, I, the reason why I love that but talking about this still the same. Is, is about your broken relationship. Yeah. Because even one of these accounts by, um, her surname is James. Yeah. She was fresh out of drama school wow. for one of the films. And he said that she had to do a naked audition. Now, why? Very, it's very unlikely yeah, that's that he would have a naked audition. And so she said, why do I have to do this? And he, I was spoke to her, the agent, or, and the, they communicate to her that it's just to make sure that when it comes time to do it on set, you don't bottle out of it. So we do need you to do this naked audition. Um, and they categorically said that there would be no filming of the audition. Apparently, apparently, she's accusing him of secretly filming. Now, it's so interesting because if there was other people there, casting directors, etc, yeah. etc, et and they've said there's no way he could have filmed this. But the point I'm trying to make is that she's actually said she's actually kicks us off because she's like, I was so young yeah. and so fresh yes. out of drums. Yeah. And so, yeah. job. so now it's so that why we if yeah. I went to a, if I if I went to a rave now and mm-hmm. someone did that, yeah, I would have to remind myself. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. even that's when we And I did, but then like, you get told, oh you think you're too nice oh, or you yeah. don't make me go yeah. do you know what I'm trying to say you're ugly anyway. No when you're actually being approached on the street yeah. and I actually hate that I, I couldn't wait to have to drive but the thing is I'm actually 
actually not rude if someone's, no. you know, cat calls and I did learn how to handle myself. But yeah. it's when you're like, don't even like you. But yeah. it's like, well, actually, why did you yeah. want to talk to me? Well, so I'd like to give a story. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Now, this, this one, you know what? This one actually scarred me. Yeah. Yes. This one scarred me. And it was basically, I remember I was on a bus with a school friend at the time. And we were... We were going somewhere. I think I know I was in the Streatham area, so we were mm-hmm. going to Streatham or something. And there was a there was a guy that lived around the same area as me that liked me. Now, with my upbringing, um, I would say it was very sheltered when it came to you know, be having conversations about boys and what to do from what. I just knew that I needed to just preserve myself, mm-hmm. you know, and I didn't really. Yeah, I didn't really mix with boys, so to speak. And so all I remember is being, you know, pursued by this particular guy in the area. And I was just like, no, no, no. You know, How old were you at this time? I would say I was, it was mid-teens, early teens, probably, okay. early teens. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and the thing is, he would have been deemed a, what I would say, a road man. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, he had his tattoos. He just was very... So he, was older. Mm. he was older. He was older. So it wasn't even school age. No, no, he was already inappropriate. Yeah, so he was older, and um, I just, I just remember just trying to be pleasant about it, and just you know, not not trying to offend because he just wasn't the typical caliber of boy um, that I would have been around, you know, being in church and stuff like that. So what I can remember is being on the bus. And with my friend, and he comes on the bus, and I was sitting at the back, you know, that was me, you know, rebelling, sitting on the back of the bus <laughs> upstairs, you know. And yeah, he came up to me and, you know, sat really close. Mm. And I just remember like trying to move over, and then his friend sat on the other side. So I was literally like boxed in, and I was just like, okay, where is this going? And um, so, yeah, I remember trying to get up and because my friend, she was sitting in another seat, like, like, say, a couple rows in front. But we were just, it was, the bus was pretty empty, but, you know, that's where she had chose to sit. And um, I remember trying to get up and he, he pulled me back. And I remember trying to get up again. He pulled me back again. So I was like, OK, this is like getting very mm-hmm. uncomfortable now. And all I can remember is him then being in front of me and literally pinning, like, pinning me down by my shoulders. And my friend, like, tried to pull him off me. Yeah. And his friend said to him, can't you see big man at work? Yeah. Said to his, because there was two of them, remember? So, so my your friend's a female or male? Female, 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 sorry. Yeah, my friend was a female. And she was trying to get him off me because oh he was pinning me back in the seat and all, all I remember what the trigger was like I said get your horse or move your horse breath <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing Where? In my temple. Oh yeah. My and all God. I can remember is reaching out, 
and he had like oh, a big, like I said, the gold chain. And I just remember reaching out and, and, grabbing, it, and grabbing it. And yeah. it popped. And I think somebody must have been coming up the oh, stairs and saw what had happened. And then the, the bus driver was like, hey, get yeah, off the bus, yeah. get off the bus. So I, I stayed on the bus, obviously, with my friend. They got off the bus and then they were, you know, saying all sorts. But in a nutshell, they were threatening me. Mm. And um sorry, yeah. I just thought about the was friend. Yeah, so let me skip forward now. So I remember it was probably weeks later and I was on the bus. Like this was coming from school now, mm. on the bus with a group of school friends, mm. my cousin, who at the time shouldn't have even been right there where we where she was <laughs> because she didn't even live in the same yeah. area. But for some reason my cousin was there and we were on the bus and next minute I knew a group of guys came up the stairs. Mm-hmm. Where is she? Where is she? Where is she? Yeah. And basically I don't know how but somehow I was seen on this bus. Mm-hmm. Like I said I was coming, I was going home but I was near my school. Mm-hmm. And this was another day. Okay, yeah, this is another weeks day. Later. Weeks later. Weeks later. And all I can recall is the guy coming up to me and literally was coming for me. Yeah. All I remember because I was I've been wearing glasses for the, the longest time. Mm. My he managed to reach out and punch my glasses off my face. Yeah. And I just it was just it was just like okay, how what is going to happen next? And all I can remember is that there was a group of guys that was in the group that mm. I was with. They summoned them off the bus. They got the same Yeah. So they, all the boys had to come off the bus. And somehow the bus driver just drove off. So bear in mind, I've just been punched. My glass has been punched off my face, yeah. They've told everybody to get off the bus. So you're off the bus as well? I didn't get off the bus. Oh. The boys got off the bus first. And then somehow the bus driver just drove off. So it was me, my cousin... I think we were the only ones that still were on the bus. And what these guys did, they got the guy, the boys from my school, my friend, mm-hmm. in a park, and beat made them, them stand in a circle, and beat them up. Um, I remember, it, from what I was told, there were bottles used, belts, literally, because they bear in mind they were a lot older, so these yeah. were younger boys for them. And all because so these guys tried to stand up, up for me. And these yeah. are guys that were at from oh school. They were guys from school that were all innocent on the bus, just going home, just going on our metro. Mind we, in fact, I think we were on our way to Croydon. And yeah, these guys just yeah targeted these guys because or these my friends because they tried to stand up for me. And the level of trauma yeah, yeah that caused me because all I remember the was that the bus, yeah the fear of riding the bus because I had to go that way home. And for months, I remember every time I went past that specific mm. bus stop, I would crouch down mm. because I was frightened yeah, that I was yeah. going to be seen mm. again. And, you know, all I can remember is that the bus driver actually took went off course and I ended up in Catford with, yeah, I know this is the fact, because of what had happened to wow. me, yeah, I ended up in Catford. He wasn't even meant to be going to Catford to take, to, for me to be safe. Remember getting off the bus. Why didn't he call the police? I, I don't even know. I don't know that. But all I don't know what we ended up getting off the I ended up getting off the bus with my cousin and we ended up at some like family friend's house. 
and we were just, you know, they were there and they were trying to console me. Oh, I remember I was panicking, panicking. And I remember this woman on the bus, actually, she actually told me to shut up. I believe but, but she, she didn't know. The reason mm. why she did it is because I was so panicked. Mm. So she shouted oh, at me. Oh. Just, and it just, she, she, yeah, okay. literally, that's the only oh, way she okay, could calm me down. So I got off the bus, we went to this friend's house. And would you believe, I went home, yeah, and I didn't actually tell my parents wow. what had taken place. So, I didn't and, tell and Annie, you're actually again, part of this assistance. Yes, I didn't tell my oh, parents. So did you not us. tell them for fear? Did you not tell them? But if you're thinking back now, can you try to think, did you, yeah, why? I just, I don't know. I felt like it was, did what, what was my role in why this had happened. So, 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 so what okay. yeah from so for, the guy was showing me interest mm -hmm. from however long mm -hmm. you know so was it my fault because I knocked him back mm -hmm. you know wasn't the horse breath comment no mm -hmm. but because before that I was very because I was stand up I didn't know how to navigate myself yeah. around but people you should like have that. to anyway. you know what I mean but they they the way they came across was very very forceful and I was like by if I be, if I cut, because you know, like you, Nat, always facing, always yeah. had a mouth on yeah. me. But I think in a situation like that, I felt like if I overstep the mark, then I don't know what repercussions there's going to be. And I didn't think I overstepped the mark. Mm. You went, this guy was in my space. Right. I told you, I said, back up. Do you know what I mean? He squashed you sitting next to you and they like literally think of the set. But mm -hmm. no, he sat next to you. Mm -hmm. That was intimidation. Right. Do you get what I mean? Right. Then stood over you, then pushed you down I by your shoulders. No, like, like, no. Yeah. From the moment, like, he overstepped from the moment he sat next to you and mm -hmm. you instantly was uncomfortable. The moment you got up to move, you should have been allowed to move. That was clear. I don't want to be next to you. Right. So, no, you did nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. You did nothing wrong. There's no comparison to your verbal, to his physical. Right. His, yeah, I know. It's I know, crazy. But I think for me, it was like, um, why couldn't you go home and it's tell your parents? parents? Do you know what I mean? That this is what I've been subject mm. to. I think the only question was, where have you been? Because yeah. obviously, it was hours. It was later. hours later. So you did know? you eventually tell them? I eventually told mm -hmm. them, and I think... Did you, you tell know, them the first time? No. I remember telling my dad, because there was a cocoa on my head, mm. and I remember telling my dad, I, I don't even know what life, but it was barely a lie, that I told him why I had this thing on my head. But there was this, this fear... Do you know what I mean? Of speaking out about what had happened to me. And I just, yeah, it took me a while because I think that what has happened was that because I had gone to someone's house, they had said, like, we would tell your parents. And I, just, yeah. I was then forced to actually say, okay, I will tell them. And I remember going with my dad taking me to a police station and I still couldn't come out with the first, what had happened the first time. So I only told them about what had happened on the bus. I didn't, t the, the second time. Wow. I still, because I thought, well, I've already lied about the first incident. Mm. So the police are not even going to believe me now if I say, well, actually, there has been another incident, you know. And yeah, I, I guess I carried that fear of, yes. you know, for the longest time, the <clears> longest <throat> time. And, you know, like, I'm going to say this now, yeah, that, one of the guys that were involved in the incident, I know for a fact, he's now in prison. Wow, doesn't surprise me. He's now in prison, and it 
why he's in prison. I'm not, yeah, maybe it's not best I say no, it on this platform, no. but yeah, he's in prison now. And I remember seeing him on the news. Wow. Completely, why he's in wow. prison is completely separate, mm. but, but to you're not surprised. Him, but to get right yeah, away. I'm not surprised by the fact that he's, yeah, he's now mm. doing time because there was, yeah, just, there was just so much about his character, mm. you know, and I thought, well, you know, why do why did you feel that it was okay for you to to force yourself mm. upon me, even when you were told mm. no? See, you know what I mean, okay, there's two things out because I have to say this whole thing of saying no is mm. actually a thing. Like, if somebody, if a woman says no, it actually means no. And I remember having a conversation with a friend of mine, um, just kind of we was talking about you know maybe lost your virginity yeah. or whatever, etc., etc., etc. I'm just got talking and. She kind of just shared with me that she remembers not really wanting to do it. And she's had conversations with other women who, at the time, when they first had sex, was like, I didn't actually want to do it. I, I did actually kind of say, like, could you stop? But it's mm -hmm. like, they were just like, no, come on, let's just... So I just kind of did it. And it's like, when I spoke to her, I was like, babe, you know who actually said no? And she was like, well, I guess I, guess I did, mm -hmm. but... And even hearing you say, um, mm -hmm. like, it's, it, it's just nuts to me, like, if you actually say no to a guy it means no. no i don't personally have that experience mm. but i do remember having a boyfriend my only boyfriend before christmas mm. <laughs> um, and i was like yeah i'm not we're not we're not having sex yeah. the answer's no and i just remember you know i was with him i, I kissed him and he was like oh god what? you kissed him <laughs> listen now me leave me don't, don't fuck me any Continuously asking me for sex. Mm. Um, I was thinking about that it as we were doing this part, and I'm like, the answer's no, but come on, ladies, mm. for those that are watching, your no actually means no. Mm. And if you are in a position right now where something has happened and you're not speaking out, you need to speak. Because mm. even thinking about those 20 women, like I think that's why I love this pod, open, honest and free. Mm. When you speak your truth, what it does it is it, 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 it not only freezes you, it gives permission for somebody else to speak. Mm. So I don't know the ins and outs as to why all of these women spoke at the same time, but what I think it could be is that maybe somebody, because some of them know each other, mm. somebody heard that that one said and it gave her power and yeah. to share her yeah. truth. Or well, sometimes you think it's isolated, you thought you were going to Mean, this like, power in yeah, your words and speaking. You're isolated, you're on your own. Like, it's like as, a trickle effect. Yeah, as it well. can be. It literally yeah. took one and then it just, yeah, just trickled mm. out. But it's crazy because, like, yeah, I have a lot of stories. Do you get what I mean? I mean, Anne and I went to the same school. Do you understand I'm what I'm like, saying? And I'm like, I, yeah, I thought my school was amazing. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? But yeah, naturally, you got the guys, I'd say when they got to about 13 years old, so that's year eight horny, do you know I, mean? I don't know what the term is guys, so yeah, this is where we might be showing our age, but back then, there was always a bar if the girls got a buff pussy and all of this stuff, and I remember they would Gosh. go around checking mm -hmm. who was the buffest, do you understand what so I mean? So what age was this now? Yeah, I still this is, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is 13. Can I just say 
guys, I went to a girl's school. Me, me and, and I, I love my mixed school. And, and I love like, night school, but I never got in that school. I don't. It, it wasn't for you. Do you know what I mean? No. Anyway, this is this guys. We're two being nice. Nice just had a great attitude. Would you say you were just more streetwise, just a bit more? Yeah, I, I guess I definitely was better at handling. There we myself. go. That That's came for me yeah. over time. Yeah. But when some of the things that I would come yeah. home and tell me. When, when I'm thinking at that age, I was just singing an assembly. <laughs> I was just like, anyways, it's carry on. Yeah, and it's amazing, but it's, it's so deep. Like, it, I guess it, they did it, and it was um, it was annoying. It was, and it didn't happen often, but there was this one particular guy on this one particular day, and I'll never forget um, chatting to my friends, and I was standing up, and he came from behind. So he came from behind and put his hands between my legs, but he nah. did it so hard, like I spun around so, so it squeezed you. Like dug, like literally dug to feel, like grab and dug to feel. Like if it would, do you know what I mean? And I and I, I can't even express the rage, the do you understand what I mean? The disrespect that I don't the violation is the word I'm trying to find. Like I spun around and, and like I'm my mouth is on another level. Like, and this guy for me well attractive in any so no it's, that would make it okay. doesn't make it okay but i was even repulsed yeah. in that because you know on no day ever would you ever have yeah, any like yeah we're not like it, it's not like that between us like and i look back now and it's like as much as yes even with me saying to you look at this and telling you i was way i was a child that knew to articulate myself i was a child that knew to go to my parents and if there was a situation mm-hmm. but yeah I, I did not go and tell mommy i did not tell daddy i did not tell a teacher because it's just what happens in school i very much dealt with the guy i i like i was like don't ever like i mean do not ever talk to me touch to me like i went crazy like he knew he had crossed and you could tell he was like okay yeah i might have gone too far with this one, and he's a type of guy that would straight hit a girl. Do you get what I mean? Hit a girl. He's a type of guy that could cuss like anything as well, and he didn't. Do you get what I mean? Like he knew. Yeah, I I went too far on this occasion. I didn't talk to him for about a year. Like, do you get what I mean? I did not talk to him. Like, I didn't. Do you know what I mean? And once again, seeing him in later years, like I just walked the other way. Do you understand what I'm saying yeah. to you? Like, I've literally gone through Croydon and, and seen him. I'm not even trying to make small talk. I'm not even trying. To, do you understand what I mean? I'm not. I'm not trying to do that. But it'd be interesting to know that if that same guy even has any kind of recollection. Maybe. Do you know what I mean? Not. I don't know. I don't like, know. Like you, Nat. I have stories. Do you yeah. get what I mean? Similar situation at school. You know, and again, it's that whole thing. Like even talking about it, I feel like anger to yeah. myself. Yeah. Because you look back and you're like, I look oh, back and say, yeah. like, how comes I can have mouth? For this, for, for yeah. certain things, yeah. but in a situation like that, I didn't have mouth, and mm. I remember, you know, being. It's like I feel like I was singled out, mm. if I'm honest, because I. Oh my oh, god, it's all right. I know, and I'm just thinking, like, oh, what oh, can I get up and go and get some? Yes, keep talking. Yeah, like being singled out. I don't know if it was the glasses, so I looked geeky or whatever. Oh, it's okay, and. Wow, it's actually got very, very real today. (sighs) 
Yeah, and it's like I had to make this appointment, let's say, that after school, certain time, yeah, I have to be in a secluded place. And there was three guys in particular that would do certain things. And I, again, it's like I was so frightened of what they would do to me if I didn't, you know, if I didn't comply with what they were asking or saying that they wanted to do. I didn't do anything to them. Let me just make that category clear. But I was literally like, uh, as, like so, just something for them to take pleasure with. So whether it was feeling my chest, whether it was just, you know, the, and I just remember just that feeling of, yeah, just feeling violated, but screaming inside, like, why can't I just say stop? Do you know what I mean? And just standing there and allowing them to have a little grope, a little bumble, and not having a voice, you know, because of fear. And this wow. literally, that's what it was. It was fear of, I don't know, like, if I didn't let them do it, then, you know, is it the fact that, you know, these guys are not going to find me? A I don't even know, Shah. I don't even know. And I'm actually quite surprised that this is the reaction that wow. it's, or the impact that it's having on me how many years later. And Is this something yeah. you've spoken about, Anth, with really before, before now, or...? Um, no, no, like I would say I, I know I haven't spoken to my parents wow. about it. I know I, in fact, I like tell a lie, I have shared it, like I have shared it with my current partner and um, yeah, it was just, yeah, just not identifying you know, that I could have said something mm. and nothing would have happened to me if I had spoken out. And then I feel like a sense of guilt because I don't know if there were other females that were subjected to what they were doing to me. Is this in school? This was yeah. in school. Yeah. And what I basically said, Nat, while you were gone, was that I there was a meeting spot. Like, so it was like... We, in a secluded area mm. behind the school where I always had to go and meet them mm. and literally just stand there while they would cop a feel. Do you know what I mean? And I just, you know, would try to make up excuses mm. why I couldn't go. But then it was just knowing that they're, they were very, they were very aggressive people. So again, I didn't know how to manage people like mm. that. And I think it just, it was just, the fear of God would just come over me to even think, like, if I was to say anything. Because I think what would actually happen, if I recall correctly, they would make threats. Mm. And I'm like, well, you could carry these threats through. So if mm. I don't attend, if I don't go, then something would happen yeah. to me. So... This was, like, an ongoing thing. It was, yeah, it was an ongoing what thing. What year was this? What year is it? See, I never knew. I knew that it happened, happened, but I didn't know it was... I just thought of it as, like, a one-time... No. Do you understand what I'm saying? There was a few occasions. And obviously, when I say I know what happened, I'm talking about an adult. Yeah, this was not... Yeah, 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 yeah. Because at that stage, as much as we're super close now, obviously, the age gap in school was significant. Mm -hmm. When I started in year seven, Amphio was year 11. 
Mm. We're not rolling together. Yeah, Do you understand what I'm saying? In school years, that's a significant gap. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Wow. I've wow. said it now. You have said it. It's mad. I've said it now. Wow. But, yeah, and it's, yeah. And you know what, what I would say is that there's certain things, like, which I've said in other podcasts or previous podcasts, that you carry around with you. Yeah. And... Yeah, it, it does make me reflect on, you know, why I may be a certain way in my relationships. Yes. You know what I mean? Because not necessarily dealing with things that have actually mm-hmm. happened. And the thing is, what, for me, why I can laugh, not laugh literally, but I remember always saying, why like, I'm a wholesome it's girl. Sweet, yeah, Do you know what I mean? I'm wholesome. This is not going to happen to me. This isn't going to happen to me. This, and it makes me wonder if the things that I focus, focused on not wanting to happen, if I put too much focus on the things I didn't want to happen, why they actually happened? Because I didn't understand why me. Mm. I'm not one of those girls that put myself, I wasn't putting myself out mm. there. You know, I didn't make it a secret that I was going to church or not mm. going to church. I was a Christian, mm. you know. And as I said, there was no appeal about me i'm sorry like yes, i had the was. national health no national yes there health was glasses. you're beautiful do you get what i mean so yes but he was you were so beautiful like, so you always had an amazing figure as much as you were i didn't see of it. course you didn't, didn't but we see don't it. see on ourselves what others see yeah. on us and that's something we always have to do you know what i mean when it, you know even not on even on the same topic i can recall girls acting a certain way to me in school do you get mm. what i mean behaving a certain way and it's only to get older and realize yeah, you saw the shine or a glow yeah. on me. I didn't know didn't I had. These times I'm looking, you you know, you regularly got your mosh, your Gucci, your Bazaar Do you know what I mean? Looking it out. I'm wanting the things you've got. These times, I, I connected with a girl a few years ago, years later, someone who I know from school, and I remember doing her hair, and she made a, just the most random comment. She said something about how she always wanted her children to basically grow up in a two-parent family and in a nutshell her marriage had ended and she's like you know I didn't have what you had when we was younger you know you were one of the ones that had that and I was like huh like something as simple as that like I didn't even an envy. I didn't even know the levels that right. this is a whole that was it. Yeah, and <laughs> obviously slightly. <laughs> I'm just trying to say that. I'm just using it as an example. Yeah, I was just using it to to you know to to basically explain what I'm trying to say. That I didn't. I'm just coming to school, minding my business. I'm not even knowing that someone could just dislike me because their parents have broken up and my parents are too. Like that's just my reality. I just have both parents. Do you understand what I mean? Like. We, we can and it's the way she just threw it out like I'm doing her hair and she just said it so and I, I didn't say anything yeah. wrong, and I got in the car it. like I called Auntie and I was like babe like and I explained and he's like I said just girl envious just because I had a mum and a dad at home like and treated me a certain way at certain times because of things like that like could you have been jealous of me because of that mm. it's just it's just mad but Boy, trauma is all I can say. And people act and behave, as, and it doesn't make it right. It doesn't make any of it right. Like, you know, you telling me about those boys, I sit here and I'm like, you know, we're raising sons. I was like, just about to like, say that. Like, we're raising sons. Like, 
women, the, the discussions that need to be had with your children, with your sons, like, no, on um, from you, so your daughters as well as your sons, like, that your sons understand boundaries, they respect, they approach a woman with a girl with the utmost respect, that's someone else's child, like, you don't use your stature, you don't use your voice, you don't use your build to overpower what to, you understand, to control, like, the thought of my son because we can't the truth is these guys and these stories that there's a root so that's, that's my point that's my point it's quite it doesn't make it, it right no it doesn't so, make it yeah. right now, but i guess for me when i think about the fact that you have a son and you have a son i'd love to have a son mm. but um it's for us to actually change that narrative and the truth change. is is that these these children have probably come from homes where they They've maybe even seen their parent, their mum. They have. I don't think it. But you know what? It isn't always the case. I know it's not always the case. That's crazy. I know it's not, but what I'm saying is, in some cases, it it definitely is. And it is. Even this conversation, the purpose of it is so great. But we're just repeating the same cycle. And it's... it's, But it is for us to change it with our our children. I think, like, the the point that Nat's touched on is how we educate our our sons. Because... You know, like we used to think, well, when we, I'm not going to generalize, mm. but you know, putting your arm around someone, you know, pinching someone, a man pinching someone, like a woman's bottom, or you know what I mean, ingesting, you know, all that, yeah. what is deemed as a banter, yeah. you know, yeah. is inappropriate. Yeah. And it's, you've just, it's such a fine line. It is. It's such a fine line. And there does need to be an education, mm. you know, literally. Keep your hands in your pockets. Even when they get to that age, you know, when they start, they're going to start getting curious. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, Mars is only, what, well, he's 10 this year. Nine. Yeah, yeah, but we don't, he's not showing Mm, any any kind of, yeah, but then I know that there's probably a conversation that has to become prior to him showing and oh yeah because by then it might be too he might be too i always ask is there anybody that you like and actually i think uh, maybe like a month ago i asked the sign was like i'm not really into guys like that like and honestly guys on the inside it was music to my ear it's still but i'm I'm asking you know for me and auntie those lines of communication are are open all the time we had all those discussions he's about to go to secondary school there's a whole big discussion we're about to have Mm -hmm. very very seen with him um but even if you go on that topic of like uh, it makes me think about even as a child though there's certain things that we've been raised to think is okay like there was a saying from when you're little that if a boy is mean to you it means he likes, he likes you. you yeah like mm. that's a load of crap like it's but it, it's it it doesn't even it's not even from these older ages it's breaking these, yeah. these ridiculously stupid but how can someone being mean to you means yeah. they like you if he's mm. pushing you it means he fancies you so we actually train our young girls to believe that wow. a form of abuse, a form of abuse is, 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 or, or is linked to like and love. No, they're not. Mm-hmm. They are completely separate. I mean, and it's been talked to us in, in uh, we, it was said to us. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. These are things we grew up. We grew up hearing those terms, like, and it's so it's breaking that language from from childhood. Like, yeah. and, it's, and it's probably those things that we were educated on that has then allowed. Well, again, there, it forms a foundation. Like, you have an acceptance to of being that okay, it's just what they did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you kind of just brush yeah. it off. You brush it off. But, yeah, like, um, yeah, there's stories. Do you know what I mean? There's a guy, um, we had mentioned 
one. Mine's obviously not as bad, but being on the bus with this one particular friend, this guy was like notoriously known. He didn't go to my school, we went to another school and he was just horrid. There's no other word to, you know, we all know that, you know, you should be able to see the best in everyone. No, he was just rotten. And it's horrible to say that to it about a young guy, gender something, but he was just rotten to the core. Like guys and girls hated and I, it's horrible to even use the word mm. hate but hated this guy like he he wow. ruled he ruled with intimidation do you get what i'm trying to say to you he was known notoriously for just trouble then to someone and i never forget girls going up to crystal palace and for me um i lived in a spot where there was free routes to get home but yet the difference especially when it comes to winter time our school at the time school finished it would be dark like, so I've got the option of walking up the hill on my own to go to the bus stop that where there's three choices of buses to go home or going with the crowd where I'm not on my own and taking, I can't remember the bus that used to leave from our school up to Crystal Palace and then only having one choice of bus to get home. But obviously I prefer the option where I'm with friends than being on my own in the dark. So me and my friend get on this bus in Palace and remember seeing him and three other guys we saw them coming towards us and we thought, let's just sit downstairs. We sat downstairs. You know where there's this, the, the, the stairs. We were literally with a seat like, behind the stairs, like so, so that as close as you could be yeah, to yeah, the conductor. Away from anyone. Right. Yeah. No, no, also visible downstairs scene. They walk on the bus, don't pay, because back then you used to have to give your 20p or your 40p, whatever it was. Mm. Walk on. And we both just sat there before, oh my gosh, literally two of them came on the seat in front of us and two behind us. Like, and we're sitting there literally trying to put their hands down, fill up our legs, we're telling them to move. Thank God, because they didn't pay, the bus driver stopped the bus. So he turned off the engine. And then like, we're trying to like, sip, like shout like what they're doing. And it's like, you can see there's people around us. You can see that they're intimidating. They're literally trying to fill up our legs on the bus, everything. Like, and it's only because they didn't pay that this bus driver then got out of his seat and then he walked over and he's like, what are you doing to these girls? And we're like, could, could, and we're, but we're too scared to even say, to get them off the bus. Cause these are the type of guys, they'll, they'll stab you. They'll, they'll beat you up. Like that, that nasty, that, that, yeah, nasty. They didn't go to our school, as I said. And then, yeah, they finally got off the bus. But, I mean, I mean, but that's, and that's, I'm 38. And this is a memory that is still so raw. So I'm 38. And he's still, he's, he's buried. That's the, that's the irony of it. He's not even alive. He's not even here to know the consequences of the impact of his actions. And I think ultimately that is the reason why you need to speak up. Yeah. That is the reason because yeah. we're here living, we're living, but still holding yeah. elements of this trauma and this. Yeah. There's a few things. The first one is I was thinking about that whole cancel culture. Mm. And um, I'm not going to lie, I don't like the way that someone can say an opinion yeah. and people cancel them. Yes. I don't know Without if we lived in a time yeah. where I can't share my opinion. Yeah. You don't agree, but I'm cancelled. Yeah. That bothers me. However, stuff like this, people need to need to have um, conse there's consequences for your actions. Yeah. That's the first thing. And the second thing is, guys, in our community, we need to get counselling yeah. and we need to deal with our stuff. Something our that doesn't, yeah. And it's, uh, uh, 
it, you know, and I, I agree with you, Max. That is why women do need to talk. Because mm-hmm. if you don't talk, that I know there are women who have spoken, and unfortunately, some of these men haven't, mm-hmm. you know, gone to jail or etc. Or paid or being for, made accountable, made accountable, and, mm-hmm. and have lived out those consequences. But it's so important that we do speak and we're not silenced. And so for that, I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I celebrate these yeah. women speaking their truth yeah. and saying their experiences and sharing them. But that whole thing of Compton, I. I was just telling Max the other day that a friend of mine had a birthday and she looked so gorgeous in the picture. I was like, babe, you, but there was but there was something different about her. And I was like, it's like there's an inner glow. Honestly, guys, what is on the inside comes out. And I said, it's like you're, you've got a joy now that I've not, I've not seen this. And she was like, thank you for noticing this. I have been in counseling for the past two years and I wish I'd done this 30 years ago mm-hmm. because... I am basically freeing myself of so many unhealthy thought patterns and, you know, just ways I felt about myself, which is like, I feel amazing. And I do think, guys, you know, just, we've, we've touched a lot today, yeah, but yeah. there isn't really a, a conclusion. No reason, but what I, what I would say is that literally what you have just said and what I have said today, like, I have freed myself. Yeah. Because it's something that, yeah, it's I've carried mm. and I literally had parked well I thought I had parked it. Yes, we know like obviously because we kind of plan not plan, but we know what we're gonna touch yeah, on. But you did know not know that was gonna mm. happen. And Amph, you actually said look at what it reduced me to and I and I didn't respond at the time because you were flowing. That never reduced you to nothing, crying. Nothing. It, when I actually saw something and I, I feel bad that I don't know the exact words, but they were saying that there are certain toxins in your tears when you're sad. And you know sometimes when you cry when you're happy. Yeah. Um when you when you release those toxins, you're actually um it's actually therapeutic, you're yeah. you're releasing amp. Yeah. So when you're crying out, like I said, guys, this morning I had my mum cry, yeah. guys, this do not leave it in, whether that's speaking, mm. whether that's crying, whether that's screaming yeah. out. We is important for us to speak our truth and say how we feel. And if you have been, you know, you've been listening to this podcast and you've had some of these experiences, ladies, you know, I want to encourage you. I want, we want to urge you to speak to someone that you trust, speak Mm. to somebody that, you know, even if you're a friend, go with a friend, Mm. speak with a friend, you know, someone that you trust. Sometimes it's not people in our family. Sometimes it's somebody that we're close to, but it's so important for us Mm. to speak out. Definitely. Ladies, wow. is there anything else that... No, there's stories, <laughs> as I said, I don't think we need to go into yeah, any Yeah, I, um, I, 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 I had one, but I don't need to share it. This is, yeah. this is, this is, this is fine. This is, yeah. It's, it's, it's a topic that is never ending, but mm. I think just the main thing we can say is that if everybody does their best to change this narrative, to get what I mean, to change your opinion on speaking up straight away your opinion on speaking up 20 years later you're like as i said i think that the main thing is how dare we criticize any of these women for finding the strength to do it now i think that's all i'm going to say even without giving my opinion on whether he's guilty or not how dare anybody say well why now how dare you that's what i'm going to say because there is no time limit to sharing and revealing a trauma. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Make sure you follow us on all of our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Three Moms, except for Instagram, which is three underscore moms. And make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube.
have so many questions